Welcome to episode number 63, Lead Yourself First. Are you ready? Fantastic. Let's begin. are ready to embrace these challenges as opportunities rather than seeing them as failures. I'm your host, Kristen Browning, and I am so glad you stopped in. This show is designed to help you adopt next level thinking and to dismantle old belief systems and practices that could be keeping you from playing a bigger game. Women today more than ever before are raising their standards, blowing up old business frameworks and disrupting the status quo. Is it time for you to do the same? If so, come on inside and let's begin. Ready, set, let's go. As a business owner or executive or as a leader within your professional space or outside of your professional space and within your home environment, it's crucial to lead yourself first before leading others. It is a responsibility that you owe yourself. And we know this to be true. I always stress this, and this is a little off subject for a moment, but strong leaders do not start their morning by first opening their email. Because when you open your email, can I get an amen on this? When you open your email, you can find yourself traveling down paths that you did not carve out the time for for that morning. Is it important to check your email in the beginning of the day? Absolutely. But the first thing to do is to evaluate what your goals and your priorities are for that week. So if it's a Monday, you absolutely want to be in alignment with that. But daily, daily is important to understand your goals and to set the priorities. And too often, there are people out there, right? I'm guilty of this too, where we just open up our email and then we look at our calendar and we go from there. Now we know that we hear often set clear goals and priorities, but do we understand what that really means? Defining your goals and prioritizing them is very critical if you do it in this manner and the way of importance and in the way of urgency. And then my friend, you create a plan of action to achieve these goals and make sure that you have the necessary resources to implement it. See, I've been there where you're like, okay, this is urgent and this is my priority and this is what I'm going to tackle today. And then you realize, or I've realized, oh no, I don't have the necessary resources to implement this plan today or to focus on this week. I need another data pool. I need to meet with so-and-so. I need some resources. I need some more information. So it's important to not only set goals and priorities as being a top-notch leader, but it's also important to understand when you're setting them what resources you need in order to implement them. Now, the next thing I'm going to talk about is nothing new, nothing new, and maybe it's even overstated, but developing a growth mindset as a business owner or executive or a leader within your home or outside your home, you will face challenges and setbacks. Did you hear me? Because I think it's pretty important to remember this because sometimes when we face setbacks, obstacles, or challenges, we're almost shocked by it. But the reality is when you sign up for leadership, you also sign up for challenges and setbacks and plenty of obstacles. It's kind of like comes with the territory. (laughs) And when you develop a growth mindset, it means that you are ready 
ready to embrace these challenges as opportunities to learn and to grow rather than seeing them as failures. And if you're a struggling perfectionist like I am, sometimes the initial reaction to obstacles, challenges, and setbacks is seeing them or evaluating them with a negative lens or a lens of failure. And that's not what you wanna do because when you sign up for a leadership role, it means that you're gonna be faced with these. And probably daily, (laughs) probably daily, depending on the industry you're in or where you're serving. It also means when you're developing a growth mindset that you are open, my friend, to feedback and you're continually seeking ways to improve. I always say that feedback is data and feedback, it can feel really, really good and it can feel really, really bad depending on the way that you evaluate it. But feedback is never bad. It just opens the door for opportunity to seek ways to move towards continuous improvement. Another thing that I feel is overstated, but it's overstated because of the importance of it, is practicing self-care. Strong leaders who show up with a solid executive presence are very good at practicing self-care. It's essential to take care of yourself, my friend, to maintain your physical and your mental health. This includes what? The basics, getting enough sleep, eating a healthy diet, exercising, and taking breaks when needed. I used to feel very guilty for taking breaks. Shame on me. I'm now guilty of not realizing that I haven't taken a break. (laughs) I'll go and look at the clock and realize it's been six or seven hours and I haven't moved from my desk. And that is something that I need to improve on. Breaks give you a moment of clarity. Breaks give you a moment of release, whether it's a handful of minutes, a 30-minute period. Understand ahead of time what a good, solid break means for you. I have had friends throughout my career that have turned their lights off in their office, locked their door, laid down their yoga mat, and just either did some yoga exercises or would drop into the space of meditation or just put their headphones on and listen to quiet music. I have had some of my friends take that opportunity to just use it as a prayer space. A lot of my friends have flipped off their high heels, put sneakers on, and would just walk around the building. I remember in a prior organization, we had a walking club and we would all walk together. So just understand what it is that really will feel like a break for you. Now we're human. So if we only have 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe we even have an hour, we're always going to feel like, oh, that wasn't long enough. But if we do it right, we'll appreciate that time and we will come back feeling refreshed. You cannot lead effectively if you are burned out or you're not feeling your best. And sometimes we make the mistake of not recognizing burnout until we're faced with illness, mental fatigue, emotional fatigue, or things around us that we care and we love either break down or we don't have time for them. So we lose track of our hobbies. We don't have enough time to get to the gym. We're preoccupied in our mind that we're not giving the love and attention to our loved ones that they so deserve and that we absolutely need to be doing as leaders. So practicing self-care. So we're at three now. So if you're taking notes, 
don't take notes while you're driving. But if you're taking notes, we have said so far, setting clear goals and priorities. We've discussed develop a growth mindset. And so far, we have discussed practice self-care. Next, mm, this is one of my favorite ones, cultivate self-awareness. What does it mean? Think about it for a second. Self-awareness means that you're taking the necessary time to understand your strengths and your weaknesses and use that knowledge to make better decisions. Now, I know there's a lot of attention out there that says, let's not talk about opportunities, uh, weaknesses, let's say opportunities. And yes, do we want to look at it as weakness? Is it really a weakness? However you want to evaluate it, my friend, do you? That's fine. I'm just saying that, you know, when we don't have strengths in an area, it can feel like a weakness. So however you classify them, it is important to cultivate self-awareness so that you understand your strengths and weaknesses. And then don't just understand them. Don't just recognize them. I want you to use that powerful knowledge that you just gained by cultivating an opportunity to be self-aware to make better decisions. Now, what do your team members need from you? What do your clients, your customers need from you? Do you know? They need you to be good at decision making. They want decisions and they want them to be timely. But if you're not cultivating a good, strong sense of self-awareness, if you lag in decision making, if you are inconsistent in your decision making, if you are not using a scope of fair practices when you are making decisions, then people that are really critical because above everything else, above the bottom line, my friend, is your people if you're leading right and you know the importance of culture. So if you're not self-aware that you're not making strong decisions because you don't understand the gap areas and a potential weakness, then that can definitely cause an unnecessary setback. So seek feedback from others and be willing to acknowledge and address your blind spots. You know, something that I've been doing a lot now within my email communications, whether to my colleagues or to my team members or to clients, is I'm constantly saying, where are my blind spots? Where are my blind spots? Because I can't assume that I'm on point in my own perspectives or in my own thinking. Now, when it comes to data, I always say numbers don't lie, but doesn't mean that numbers weren't cultivated or created correctly. But I always ask that, where are my blind spots? That is a moment of being vulnerable with your team because as a leader, I don't know if you know this yet, I hope you do. It took me a while, (laughs) but you are not expected to know everything. It's okay not to know something. So when you're cultivating a good sound sense of self-awareness, you're basically taking time to reflect, taking time to gather this knowledge, use this knowledge, seek the feedback, and be willing to acknowledge and address your blind spots. We have two more before we're going to wrap up today. Lead by example. I mean, come on. We've been hearing that since we were children. (laughs) 
lead by example. I remember uh, my son getting the role model student of the year award in school. And I remember going, oh, wow, that's so powerful. But anyway, lead by example, model the behavior you want to see in your team. If you get frustrated because your team members are not coming up with a clear plan of action. Ask yourself, do I come up with a clear plan of action? If you're frustrated because your team members are coming to you to make decisions that they should be making at their level, ask yourself, am I role modeling? Am I demonstrating? Am I exhibiting solid decision making to my team members? If you want your team to be accountable and transparent and collaborative, you need to demonstrate these qualities yourself. Think about that. If you want them to be accountable, transparent, and collaborative, then what is your responsibility, my friend? To demonstrate those qualities yourself. Be willing to roll up your sleeves and work alongside your team and share goals, share the actions, share the plan of action, the strategy. Get in the trenches with your team. So lead by example. And finally, continuously learn and grow. I cannot stress this enough. Understand what's happening, not only in the field that you serve, my friend, not just in medical or in dentistry or in physical therapy or in coaching space or in the educational space or in the IT space. I want you to really think about this. Leading and growing and learning all comes down to continuously trying to get better. And how do you get better? You stay up to date on your industry trends, yes, and you stay up to date on best practices, absolutely, but you also learn things about leadership, So don't always go in and try to look at what's happening in your industry as your sole learning opportunity, but also look at ways to learn, grow, and develop your own leadership skills. I've actually practiced something new in 2023. I'm actually learning things that aren't even relevant. (laughs) Well, I guess there would be some relevancy, but relevant to the daily work that I do. I'm looking at areas that I've always been curious about, but not necessarily being involved in. So think about that. Let curiosity allow you to continuously learn and grow. So yes, stay up to date on your industry trends. And yes, be ahead of best practices. And how do you do it? Oh, I don't know. Attend some conferences, workshops, read books. There are a ton of learning opportunities to improve your skills and your knowledge. I am a big fan of LinkedIn learning. Love it. That's a little plug. Check it out if you haven't because there's some fantastic content on this platform. And guess what? As you're learning and you're sharing that you're learning, you are role modeling the importance of learning. And guess what? That creates a sense of momentum across your teams and encourage your teams to do the same thing. So let's wrap it up, my friend, by leading yourself first. You can do what? You can set a positive example for your team and create a culture of excellence, growth, and accountability for your business and for your organization. And oh, by the way, and in your home environment. And until next time, my friend, be unstoppable.